0: Okay, um, today's topic is a very important one. Halacha in modern settings. Shomer Nagia, to touch or not to touch. Women that you're forbidden to. This ref- uh, Shir is dedicated for the speedy recovery of my father, Shlomo Chaim and Pari. May God give a complete recovery to all the Jewish people, all the sick people. Please have him in your prayers. We know... Shomer Negia means, are you allowed to touch women other than your wife, your children? And just to quote from the Shulchan Aruch, how important it is that we be pure in life, that a person gets married and has that love and sexual relationship only with his wife. No fooling around before. The Shulchan Aruch says, Sarich, look at the third volume of Shulchan Aruch, Eben HaEzer, chapter 21. It says, Sarich Adam Od A person has to stay very, very far away from foreign women. Women that, are not his wife. You can't play around and fool around with them, like twink at them, or um, try to entice them. Because we know that the strongest and most powerful evil, evil inclination is to be sexually fool around. Indulgence. The ben Hishchai says this in his Hagdama to Parashat Shoftim. It says, he says that even the greatest Sadik and Talmid Chacham that learns Torah day and night cannot control his thoughts unless he gets married. So I just wanted to put today's shir also in a give some philosophical background to it. It's so important that Person not waste his life on unfruitful relationships that are going nowhere. Because God wants us to have loyalty and commitment to a wife. Go under the chuppah. The more you fool around and try to play games and you're not Shomer Nagiyah, it it has terrible consequences because why would you want to get married if you have everything? So these laws also are much, much more deeper than uh, what we could ever imagine. Now, everybody knows when you're a teenager and you're modern orthodox, or everybody asks, are you a Shomer Nagy or not? So we want to learn the exact source of it. I want to make something very crystal clear here. That, Not touching women, hugging and kissing women other, rather than your wife, is not rabbinically forbidden. It's forbidden from the Torah! And for sure, we're gonna get into the case where shaking women's hand in business settings, but for sure if you're doing it because of your showing affection to that female, or the female you're touching the opposite sex because you want to show affection and love and closeness, then that would be what? Yaharik Val And Rav in Halichot Olam, page Chelek Chet, his eighth volume, his last volume of Halichot Olam, page Shin Lamed Aleph, when he's talking about Parshat Shoftim, he brings a beautiful source for this. It says, we know the Shulchan Aruch says, and this is one of the most difficult laws. When your wife get, gets married, you know, we Jews were two weeks on, two weeks off. Two weeks, we almost, we can't have relations with our wife. And you can't even touch her, you can't pass things to her. And look what the Shulchan Aruch says in Siman, in the end of chapter Kuf Sa'di Rabbi Yosef Karo writes in the GPS for our life that guides us in every aspect of our life, look what the Maran writes. He says, "Isha Let's say your wife, God forbid, is sick. And she's nida. Can you act like a nurse and help her to go out, get up, hold her hand, and tuck her into bed? No! That's how... The, and the, the Ashkenazim, the Ramah argues on this. He says, if your wife is sick, there's nobody else there then this is not because of love and affection. But look, Rav Avadiyah Yosef writes, he says, your own wife, and she's sick. Still, the Sephardic halacha is so stringent that we're afraid that if you start, you know, grabbing her and helping her, tucking her into bed and helping her get out of bed and this and that, you're going to come to... um, the next step, you know. And this is really the whole reason why Shomer nagia is so important. Because we know. I recommend everybody read a book by Gila Mandelson. It's called The Magic Touch. And she explains the whole book why you should be Shomer Nagia. Because men's brains, unfortunately, are hardwired to go for the home run. Not for first base, second base, or third base. So... The, um, it's so important that a person gets married at the right age. Because once you start touching, you know where that's going to lead to. And that's why in this halakha, the Shulchan Aruch says that even if your wife is sick, you shouldn't touch her. So for sure somebody, your girlfriend, somebody that you're not married to, it's gonna to lead to that. You know what I mean? That's what Ramavad is. It's such a beautiful. And actually, it goes even more than this. Look what the Rambam writes, based on the Gemara and Sanhedrin. We know that there's three cardinal sins we have to give our life. Right? Always the Jew, we worship life, right? Because God is Chaim. We want our God is Elohim Chaim, is the God of life. So like in the Holocaust, if you have no food or you're in the middle of the desert, you're allowed to eat anything to stay alive, right? We're always allowed to go against all the command. Let's say right now it's going to be Passover, right? In two weeks. So let's say you get stuck, your car breaks down in the middle of the Mojave Desert, you're dying of hunger, Shahab. So what are you allowed to do? Are you allowed to eat chametz? Yes Yes. But there's three times we have to give our life and not go against the Torah. That's why it says in Shema, Sometimes it says love God with all your nafshecha, your soul, your your being. What's the first one? You're never allowed to become a murderer, right? Let's say a neo-Nazi comes and says, you blow your head's friend off or I'll blow your head. Or... I'll kill you. Are you ever allowed to murder anybody? To save your life? No. Are you ever allowed to be idol worshipper? Bow to Jesus? The statue of Jesus? No. And what's the third one? Sexual, like let's say a married woman comes to you and says you have to sit with me like Yosef, right? Yosef Asadi, Yaakov's son. Or else I'm going to have you killed. Are you allowed to? No. But it even goes... It even goes more than that. There's something called de araya, Subcategories of these three things. Look at a halacha. The Rambam brings in chapter 5 of Yesodei HaTorah. Halachatet. It says, Let's say there's this girl you become so infatuated from. She's not married. She's a single virgin. And the doctors say, unless you have sexual relations with her, you're going to die. Would you, are you allowed to? No. She's not married. Unless, we go even deeper. She's not even an ida, let's say. Let's say she just has, the Gemara says she stands in front of you naked. Is that allowed? At least if you don't see her naked, you're going to die. Because whatever, it's a psychological obsession you have. You're not allowed to. Even if she goes behind the mechitza, behind the curtain to talk to her, in order to arouse yourself, and fulfill your sexual fantasy. Or else you're going to die. Are you allowed to? The Rambam Maimonides says no. Why? Because this is a very important idea. We don't want the daughters of Israel. Being like what? Yisaham. means. We don't want the Jewish girls. Just being. Promiscuous and. Like. Have no honor and you know modesty and anybody could do anything with them. No. So we it says because the Rambam says, when you're allowed to fulfill your sexual fantasies, even if it's just talking to her, and you're gonna die if you don't. We don't want because everybody knows it's a slippery slope, it starts with touching. And then it leads to one thing, leads to another. And really, there's not more to talk about over here on this specific subject. We know that there's a Holocaust going on. Nowadays, Facebook is a good thing, but it's a heartbreaking thing because you see your second and third cousins. And just this last year, I saw, you know, It's something that I'm obsessed by. But, you know, even non-Jewish women, it's a big problem because it all starts from the little things. From touching her, kissing, then hugging. And you end up marrying them. And that's why it's so stringent. The Torah... See, God is our architect. God created us. He knows this how we're going to be. That's why... The best thing in life is to get married at a young and ripe age when you're able to afford a wife. You can afford your rent and live a comfortable life with your wife, and not fool around with these touching people. And because it's um, and we have to know also something else which is very important. A lot of people don't realize this. All women, all girls over the age of twelve and thirteen are automatically what nida, right? Because unless, unless they go to the mikveh, they are what? That is sabhanida. And look what the Shulchan Aruch writes about your wife that's nida. He says even if she's sick, you're not allowed to help her get up and tuck her into bed or help her hold her hand to get up from a wheelchair or whatever. Which, but, a woman that's anida, you have to the yahareg Val Yavor. It's like a, it's like a married woman. The Ramban Paskin we pass in that way that you have to give your life and not be with them. So shomer negia by any Jewish woman or non Jewish woman, especially the Jewish women that are nida, is forbidden from the Torah. La Rav Chaim Filagi, Rav brings the whole thing over here from Rav Chaim Filaji, one of the great rabbis of Turkey, wrote seventy books. He writes in Lev Chaim Chalek Bet Sha'af Isur Siman Dalet Sha'af Isur Kirva Sha'af Isur Kirva Sha'af Isur Kirva Sha'af Mihaika. He says it's it's forbidden for sure if it's for affection and love and friendship but even if not you can't touch women but What what becomes iffy, anybody that's been in this modern world knows that when you go open up a bank account or when you want to show real estate, you're a real estate agent, everybody wants to what? Shake your hand. It's part of the business thing. Is that allowed or not? So, we know that the Banisha also talks about this. And he says in his uh, third volume of Benishai, it's called Odi Yosef Chai, he says, uh, It says, it, it, it was very interesting, in the Middle Eastern countries, men and women never used to shake hands. But in Europe, even a hundred years ago, it was the custom. And look what the Benishai says, if you, are you allowed to shake a woman's hand? He says, Let's say somebody, your friend comes visit your hands, right? People shake hands. It's a, it's a show of peace, right? And you're, you guys are friends. He says, if you fear God, you should not do this. It's, a, it's not just touching somebody like a doctor, right? A doctor is allowed to touch his patient, right? Or let's say you're a male nurse, right? You're not touching the person because of, of, of affection. If you're, you want to save a, a woman's life because you want to give her CPR. That's something else. But here, when you shake somebody's hand, it's showing that you guys are friends. So he says it's It's forbidden. He says that anybody that fears God should stay away from this. Now, something very interesting is is that the Hazonish uh, says this is the same thing as Azabrau de Arayut. So it's Yehareg <laughs> Yavor. He's very machmir. He says like uh, it's it's absolutely not allowed. Now, it, I saw in a say for some people say say Rav Moshe finds things that it was okay. Um, that it's okay to shake women's hands. Nothing else could be farther from the truth. Um, Rav Moshe Feinstein in Igrod Moshe, Chelek Eben Aeze, Chelek Alev Siman Nunvav, chapter 56, and in Orachayim, Kufut Gimel*. Rav Moshe laments the fact that it's the custom in America that men and women shake hands. My wife told me also, it's very uncomfortable, because sometimes... Of course, if you know the halacha, you don't go straight, go shaking people's hands. But what if somebody extends out their hand to you? So it's embarrassing when you don't shake it. So they say the the Rebbe of what which was in contact with... Um, Thousands upon thousands of people. I think he said the most eloquent thing, and this is a line I use personally. Also, he said, First of all, you shouldn't. It's very important to explain. Right? Somebody sticks out your hand and you don't shake it. You're not allowed to." Rav Moshe Feinstein, all the poskim, Rav Avadi, and the says, but you should tell them why. Tell them, according to my religion, I'm only allowed to touch my wife. That's what the Lubavitcher Rebbe used to always tell people when they would try to shake his hand. And actually, when I came to L.A., I moved back here almost 14 years ago, when I went to open my bank account, so the banker came to shake my hand. She was an oriental lady. So I told her why I didn't shake my hand. She said, that's that's your religion? I wish, I wish my husband was Jewish and would keep that. He would only touch his wife. So anybody that's open-minded would understand. And um, it's also, I just want to say over here that Rabavadya Yosef brings an idea that if it is necessary for whatever reason that you must touch a woman, he says you should do it in a way that if you use gloves it's better. And if you it's called a dead handshake, right? Like you're it's like a dead fish. You're just like you're not moving your hand. But be that as it may, Ramavadya Yosef brings over here. A very interesting thing. It used to be the custom in Baghdad, when the rabbi would come to a show and you would want to get a blessing from him, you would tell the rabbi to bless you, the women, and the rabbi, they would kiss the rabbi's hand. So the Ben writes over here, in audio sabchai, that this is okay. Because the reason they're kissing the, rabbi, the women are kissing the rabbi's hand is because the rabbi just blessed them. For health, or to get married, or you know, for health, wealth, and peace, right? So it's very interesting. Rav Avadia in Halichot Olam he doesn't like this. He says this is a bad custom they had in Baghdad that they would kiss the rabbi's hand. The women, he says, Neshima noah god it halachabet in Halichot Olam Chelaket Parashat Shoftim. He says Neshima noah god when Hashem yedea Adam gadol beTorah kedereit barach min menusarikli noah he said, this is a bad, bad custom. They shouldn't do that. He called Nagiyah beisha Shenu ishto asura. Rabbi Vadya here writes it black and white For all those people who want to know what Shomer Nagiyah is, he says, any time touching a woman that is not your wife, according to Jewish Halakha, is what? Forbidden. And even if you want to kiss the Rabbi's hand because he blessed you. He says, it's wrong. You shouldn't do this. It's Asur. He argues on the Benishchai. The Benishchai says, it's not such a big deal. The way, that, the way he blesses them should be that he should put, you know, his hand over their head without blessing them. And that's enough. They don't need to touch the, kiss the rabbi's hand. Only to your daughter and granddaughters you're allowed to, you know, physically put your hand on their hand and they kiss your hand. But anything else, um, Rav Avani doesn't like that. Now, can you imagine... If uh, Shomer Nagyia, boyfriend, girlfriend, if, 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 where any anybody that has an IQ of a two-year-old knows that by touching it's going to lead to other things, that uh Ahmadiyya Yosef is so machmir. And you know, this is really the fight. Today we live in a society where there is no more decency, no more shame. And in order to preserve the holiness of our house, of our lives, we can't fool around with this stuff. There's, there's no... And I just wanted to bring two, three other examples of Shomer Nagia. We know there's a halacha; It's forbidden for women to go to male hair salon to make their hair. Because he touches their hair. And it, sometimes it can be affectionate. It's why, there, There's a million women Hairdressers. Why should you go to a man? Same thing, a man. A man should not go to a female barber or hairdresser. And just some other cases that come up is that um, you know, sometimes in the East Coast where people always it's freezing cold and people need help wearing overcoats. Also it's the same thing. You're not allowed to is is not modest to help women to put on their coat, not on their coat, and so on and so forth. Something else that I must be say is that we know there's Allah when your wife is a nida, you're not allowed to hand something from your hand to her hand. You have to put it on the table and let her take it. This does not apply, this is only a stringency for your wife that is a nida. But like your college professor or your business colleague, you would be allowed to hand a book from her hand to your hand. May Hashem help us always to stay pure and um, keep the halachot because we should know even though it's a hard test to be Shomer Nagia, but the harder the test, the more God rewards you. You know that. And this intimacy of touch between a man and woman, that magic touch, it should be reserved for that holy union of what? A husband and a wife in the framework of a family where there's loyalty, commitment to one another. And may Hashem help us that all our children, grandchildren, all the Jewish people, they go under chuppah with the blessing of their mother and father